Today on CityCast Chicago, when you woke up yesterday morning, it was a little brighter than it was the day before. That's because we have officially left daylight saving time, and now we're in standard time. But why do the clocks change? We break it down. It's Monday, November 8th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Well, good morning, Simone. Uh, how you feeling this morning? You got another hour to work with. I feel good. I feel very well rested. I very much appreciate getting getting that extra hour back. Does it like feel different than in the spring when you lose an hour? Like, is it as much a positive in the the fall as it is a oh. negative in the spring, or does <laughs> the spring feel decidedly worse? No, the spring feels decidedly worse. Uh, but <laughs> I that said, like. You know, the past few days, I have definitely felt how hard it has been to get out of bed when it's dark. And today, I woke up and it was light outside and it was beautiful. And I felt a moment of gratitude for that, for sure. <laughs> CityCast Chicago, Simone Alise has been looking into all things daylight saving time, including efforts in Illinois and across the country to get rid of the clock changes. You know what they are, right? The spring ahead when we lose an hour and the fall back when we gain an hour. Where the hell does daylight saving time come from? Because I always thought it had to do with farms. No, it actually has nothing to do with farms. It's a very, very common misconception. In fact... Um, <laughs> like nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. In fact, farmers have been some of the most vocal opponents of daylight saving time in history. Actually, the the whole idea is to conserve energy by using the natural sunlight for more time in the afternoon. So if we use the daylight, we don't have to turn the lights on for as long when we're home at night. It's it comes down to like where where do you want your sunlight, right? Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. And like I to be fair, I don't think that's insignificant. I don't know. I've never thought about it enough to to give it any significance. So, why should I care about daylight saving time? On an individual level, I think people have very strong opinions about when do they want to see the sun? The sun, the giver of light, the thing that gives us energy and right, it, it, that's that's huge. It's that it's about our sleep. It's about when we fall asleep, when we wake up. That's huge for our health and our mental well-being. The other sort of part of this is as you look into the history of daylight saving time, like you said, I think a lot of people just assume it's a thing we've always done and will always do, but it, that's just not the case. It's changed a lot. So where did it originally come from? When did, when did the idea of shifting the clocks ever so slightly, when did, when did that come up? So people trace the concept back to Benjamin Franklin, who sort of made an observation that if you use more daylight during the day, uh, you use fewer candles. So that's that energy consumption thing, like I mentioned earlier, right? It didn't really get put into practice in any systematic way until World War I. The Germans were the first to do it to conserve energy. After the war, daylight saving wasn't sort of a thing people were interested, although the people of Chicago loved daylight saving time. We continue to observe daylight saving time in Chicago after World War I. That was after the federal government said, okay, war's over, don't need daylight saving time. But Chicago was like, no, 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 we're gonna keep it. And no, they kept it. Uh, we like this. Yeah, they kept it from, from April to October. 
has it caused conflict that so many different people or like, you know, so many different towns, counties, cities can vote on whether or not to observe? Like, does that does that cause problems across industry or if, you know, if you work in one place and you, and you live in another place? It used to. It used to. Pre-1966, that was a massive problem. Pre-1966, it was, it, it was just like the Wild West. It was just chaos when it came to... <laughs> time zones when it came to daylight saving time. In 1966, Congress passed an act that basically standardized, among other things, daylight saving time. It meant that you had to go state by state, at least, if you wanted to differentiate from, you know, the spring forward fallback that we're in now. And there are two states that are in full-time standard time. Those two states are Hawaii and Arizona. The reason is Hawaii is so close to the equator that the light doesn't really change. Arizona, the reason that they don't do daylight saving time is they don't want more sunlight in the afternoon in the summer because it gets so hot there. In recent years, various Illinois lawmakers have introduced bills either to eliminate daylight saving or make it the law of the land. Break that down for me. What are the pros of each? The Big thing underlying this is people don't want the clock change. People don't want particularly that spring clock change where we spring forward and we lose an hour. That causes all kinds of problems. Car crashes go up significantly. You get more workplace injuries and fatalities. Uh, heart attacks go up. Just from losing an hour. Yeah, just from losing an hour. As far as going all daylight time, the biggest incentive for that is actually an economic incentive. Um, it's, of course it is. It's a really big boon for the economy. The thinking goes, if you have more daylight hours in the afternoon after work, then you're more likely to go out and spend money. You're more likely to go out and get a drink. You're more likely to go to a gym and work out. You're more likely to go shopping. There are some other benefits too. Uh, it's shown that crime goes down during daylight saving months. And of course, there's that energy consumption thing, which it, it the science is a little bit split on it, but it, there does seem to be an energy reduction uh, during daylight saving time as well. What's the pros for going all standard time? Uh, not as many. <laughs> Again, <laughs> uh, to be perfectly so honest. So I don't need to ask you which one is better I, in your eyes. Well, well, so here's the real thing. Um, and I don't think this is insignificant. There is research that suggests that standard time is better for our sleep. You want that light in the morning, right? That is like the biggest argument in favor of going all standard time is the is the sleep element. So what's up with those bills proposed in the state house? Well, they didn't really go anywhere. Um, you know, the other thing that's worth noting is even if we do pass a bill that says we're going to go to full time daylight time, which again seems to be the the more popular option right now, it would still take an act of Congress in order for that to actually go into effect. And that's a situation that 19 other states are in right now. They've passed legislation that says we want to go to full-time daylight time, but they're still waiting on Congress to say, hey, it's okay. You can do that. We already have like time zones, leap years, daylight saving times. Do we talk enough about how we manipulate time? Like we've changed I calendars. Don't think we do. I think for so many of us, we just assume time is. So whatever it says on my phone, on my computer, on my watch, like that is what time it is. And that is an immutable fact, which mm -hmm. it can't be further from the truth. We decide what time it is 
as a society, that is a collective decision we've all made to make sure things happen, to make sure schools start, to make sure the trains run on time, to, to do all the things that we want to do in a society. Yes, on some level, it's just an hour, but also fundamentally, it's about what time do we think it should be? And to be empowered to have an opinion about what time you think it should be. Simone, I appreciate you breaking this down for me. Thanks, Jacoby. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. With temperatures slowly pushing us inside, Chicago is experiencing about 330 new daily COVID cases, and that's up 14% from last week. Reminder for CPS parents, school is closed Friday for Vaccination Awareness Day. City workers, you'll also get a few hours paid time off to get your children vaccinated. And some good news to get you through. Tonight is the debut of Photography Week 2021 at Columbia College Chicago. There will be talks with artists, lectures, and exhibits, including works by Columbia College students. Check the show notes for more information and for more news and events. Check our daily newsletter out at chicago.citycast.fm. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. We are here negotiating with the sunlight.